Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Ben from Bentonville calls in asking, after trying to describe a crazy dream I had to my therapist, she told me dreams didn't really mean anything and I shouldn't waste my time thinking about them. That's crazy, right, guys? Sincerely, Ben. Todd, what do you think? The old, the old dream question. The interpretation of dreams. I don't know. I'm, I'm, mm. I, I, this is a big question mark for me, actually. I mean, as a cognitive behavioral therapist, we're really not trained in dream interpretation. But past modalities of psychotherapy do focus a lot on dreams. Yeah, really emphasize that. Yeah, and interpreting it. So, one... Let's say a therapist, I'm sure this happens, it happens to me all the time. As a therapist, let's say a client walks in and they say just what Ben said, oh my gosh, I had the craziest dream. And they did go on to describe a dream to you. Mm-hmm. How do you usually respond? I, I mean, I, I think if they want to talk about that, I'm, I'm definitely game to let them talk about it. Um, I might talk more about what they what they feel about their dream and um, what emotions accompanied that dream and how they're interpreting it, I guess. I don't really offer my own interpretation of dreams very much, though. Do you ever do it? Have you no, ever done it? No, not really. I mean, I, I'm not well-versed in that. I mean, so I, I definitely i am interested in what they see in it. I'm interested in how they feel about it. So why? Why is that interesting at all? Like this... Ben's therapist sounds a little dismissive. Um, you seem at least a little more curious. Well, I, I mean, as a therapist, you're open to listening to your client's interpretation of a lot of things, right? Thoughts, feelings, interactions. Um, and, and so dreams to me are another part of the human experience that I'd be willing to hear about and then kind of, you know, suss out their own feelings about them. I think that's a total valid um, use of therapeutic time. I, I don't offer my own interpretation. I'm not trained in dream interpretation, so I, I can't say what their dreams mean, but I'm more than willing to help them um, search through it and glean anything they feel is useful out of it. Can you think of an example where that's happened, where someone's gleaned something useful from talking through a dream in therapy? <laughs> or, or maybe just a generic, if you can't think of something really specific, but what like, well, I mean, you know, the dreams are weird. like I, I anecdotally, my own dreams sometimes have themes in them that I feel like may, you know, reflect something back to me about my own life. I don't, I don't know, I don't know enough about dreams to know why we dream, what the meaning of dreams, if there is one, you know, I don't, I don't know, um, but. I think when a client comes in and, and they feel strongly enough about their dream that they're like, Hey, this is important to me and I'd like to talk about it. I mean, I'm open to talk about that. And I think dreams, you know, I, I don't think an interpretation of a dream should be your basis for action, you know, but if it fits with an overall value that you have and, and allows you some insight into something, then fine. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, (laughs) okay let's I want to come back to that but first because you brought up your own experience with dreams um, do you dream a lot Mm -hmm. I mean I know everyone you know 
everybody says everybody dreams you just don't not everybody remembers their dreams yeah. all the time but so you feel like you remember your dreams pretty frequently mm, i mean I, I remember my dreams like other people remember them i mean you know coming out of sleep i definitely am aware i'm dreaming you know um how many how many mornings per week would you say you're aware of the fact that you were dreaming five six out of seven. Oh wow yeah i dream okay. a lot hmm. yeah I, I mean i don't have a I mean, some dreams are more vivid emotionally sure. and, and, you know, visually or whatever than others. But yeah, I, I dream. Has that frequently. always been the case? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Does that ever change? Like, has that ever changed with life circumstances mm-hmm. or? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it's waxed and waned a little bit on average. Yeah, I dream almost every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is it, not that I'm interpreting your dreams, Todd, but. Uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't volunteer it in my dreams, do you? Um, do they tend to be about? things like do they tend to be thematically related to your life you sort of alluded to this earlier but like is that more or less common 50 mm, 50 maybe 50 50 okay. yeah yeah sometimes i have dreams i'm like wow that was just wacky you mm-hmm. know that was just really odd i i think and sometimes there's elements to the dream that are maybe related the bulk of it won't be but I don't know. I don't know enough about dreams to Are, say like maybe maybe if I knew more, maybe if I was trained in mm-hmm. dream interpretation, I'd see more than I do now, or or I don't know. You know, I have no idea. Okay, so you you dream a lot, and you usually more days out of the week than not, you can remember at least some of your dream. Do you spend a lot of time after the fact thinking about your dreams? No, hmm. not unless I hit one that's like particularly like whoa, that was weird that I would dream that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And what do you do? So if you do spend a lot of time, what do you just like sit there and think about it? Do you journal about it? Do you no? I mean, talk to somebody. More often than not, it might reflect. Like I said, it might reflect something that's a theme that's going on in my life at that moment. And then to me, when I wake up and I, I'm like aware of that thing, that I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, like my my dreams are reflecting this life situation. I don't I don't know that they've ever revealed anything to me that was like un, unnoticed. It just seems to be a reflection of some stuff that I'm going through. So that's a great uh, set of word choices there, I think. Um, The difference between do dreams reflect things or do they reveal things that are yet to come? And That would be an interesting interpretation. Well, so this is what I don't know about you, but a lot of my clients come in and a big part of why they want to talk about their dreams is they think the dream might have some sort of meaning for the future. Like a prophetic kind of. Yeah. I mean, no one uses that term, um, but that's essentially what they're getting at. Like, you know, I dreamt that something awful happened to my mom. Like I need to like check on my mom Mm. and make sure everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have that happen? Do you you have people talk about that kind of stuff? No, not. I Hmm. I don't think I've run into the prophetic dreamer as a client, but, um, that interpretation, something might bad might happen. I, I might help my client talk about that in a, in a, in a way that might be functional and, or useful to them and not, I mean, believing that you, that your dreams are prophetic. I don't know how functional that is how useful that would be what okay so here's here's my um devil's advocate position of that we most 
most people, probably most uh, psychologists especially, would acknowledge the power of the, whatever you want to call it, the unconscious mind, the implicit brain functioning. Like your brain's doing all sorts of things that you're not aware of, right? Right. So what if, you know, as you go about your days, your brain is picking up on stuff that maybe you're not totally aware of, but that is, you know, kind of evidence for what might happen in the future, and your brain kind of processes all that when you're asleep and dreams is sort of like you happen to get kind of a little window into that. So it doesn't have to be like uh, spiritual or magical to be prophetic. What if you're, what if you are just picking up on a lot more stuff than you realize you are and you're getting a glimpse of that in your dreams? That's an interesting hypothesis. Such a therapist answer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I mean... Do you buy that? I mean, it's a hypothesis, I guess. I, I don't I don't, I don't, don't buy it or I don't disagree. Like, I'm, I understand what you're saying with the subconscious or implicit kind of um, information gathering. Okay. Um, does that mean that dreams necessarily then are your um, opportunity to put those, that information gathering to some kind of predictive analysis. Well, I don't know. Here's my dilemma. If I, so I work with a lot of clients with anxiety, Mm -hmm. right? And they're often worried about bad things happening in the future, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As you might expect. Right. Um, so if you have a client who persistently worries about something bad happening to their mom, right? Right. You're as their therapist, you're going to work on their worry. They're kind of irrational fears of things. Right. Right. But what if, but if their dreams could in fact be rational, Maybe they're more rational than their waking mind because their unconscious is picking up on stuff that their rational mind isn't aware of. Shouldn't you, how do I know as a therapist whether to whether that's good information or, you know, erroneous information? Well, Nicholas. <laughs> Uh-oh, my full name. <laughs> I would, <laughs> and this is going to sound boastful of me, but I would teach them to be like me and say... <laughs> That's an interesting hypothesis, and I can test that hypothesis. How do you test that hypothesis? Well, I mean, you can say I'm I'm concerned that something bad is going to happen to my mom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you suss that out and you say, well, what exactly? They might say, I don't know. My dream just led me to believe that something might. And I would say, okay, well, there's there's a hypothesis that your dream is, you know, uh, means something here and. Like let's let's see what happens. You Mean know, something and, for the future. Yeah, like what that might be, or or or, or you know, I don't know. That it, it, dreams are such odd things. Like if something bad happens to her mom at that point, um, is it just life happening, or is it you know, I, I, bad things and good things will happen to people? So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know functionally how useful that is. When when would you be convinced that yes, someone has maybe they're not prophetic, but their <laughs> dreams are really useful to them in the future? How would what would it take to convince you of that? I guess data. You know, I'd I'd have to. I don't know. I I've often thought that um, if a client I, and I've never had a client who was really really stuck on this that they really wanted to talk about dreams a lot and re- but if I, I think if I did I would set up an experiment where I said okay so we're going to keep you keep track of your dream as soon as you wake up you write down your dream the exact content of it right right and then we're going to work statistically we're going to figure out 
like how often do the things your your dreams predict how often do they actually come true yeah how accurate are you come true every once in a while eh, you know like that it can just be kind of random right but if a lot of the time they tend to come out, then that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, the other thing you run into, I have two thoughts about that. One, you're going to get a lot of predictions. Something's going to happen. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen. <laughs> okay. You know, like, yeah, that's kind of life. You know, it's almost like a fortune cookie at that point. It's like, So it'd have okay. to be specific. It'd have to be pretty specific. My mom's going to get hit by a car. <laughs> God forbid. Um, yeah, there would have to be some kind of detail to it, maybe some kind of, um, time frame. I mean, you know, something bad's going to happen. And then four years later, something happens and you're like, I was right. I don't, I don't know. That doesn't ring very useful to me. Um, the other thing is, um, this reminds me of like people saying, I always trust my intuition or my gut, mm. you know? And do you not trust your gut, Dr. Sewell? No, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, I have clients all the time who are like, oh, no, I just, I could feel, like, I just could tell. And I'm and I'm like, well, how often have you been wrong about stuff like that, you know? And admittedly, most of them will say, well, yeah, I've been wrong, you know? <laughs> okay, then, like, how, do you really trust it or is it randomly just reinforced because every once in a while you're right and it really makes you feel good to use your gut at that point, you know? I mean, so, again, like, I like the idea of gathering data, and I do that with the intuition a lot. Like, okay, let's let's really keep track of this, you know, and more often than not, your clients are able to see, like, ooh, I really can't trust this, like, gut instinct that I've always, you know, it's not as accurate as I thought. Um, you see this client, I see clients a lot who, who make predictions about relationships on their gut, you know, and sure enough, they've had a lot of bad relationships and a lot of good relationships, so... You know, it's and then just, you can get also get into self fulfilling prophecies, right? Where if you start prophesying right. this stuff all the time, it's going to be more likely to you're right. going to you're going to act that stuff out. So until I saw like predictive data that dreams are can be used predictively, then I'm suspect, and I'd rather look at them as they're more reflective than predictive. Yeah, so I, I agree. This is where I kind of come down. Usually, is that the the better way if you're if you do think dreams are meaningful they're probably meaningful about either your past or your present, but not really about your future. So they may be, they may reflect some experience you've had in the past through memory or something that's currently going on in your life. Cause it's very salient to you. Right. Um, and go ahead. Well, and, and in conjunction with other, other things, you know, I mean, that's vague. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, if you're having dreams that would suggest one thing when every other piece of data suggests another, um, I, don't, I don't know how much you trust your dream at that point. Oh, yeah. But clearly sometimes like when you're, um, I don't know, if you're in the end of the semester of a school year and you routinely are having dreams about failing a final exam, mm -hmm. like clearly that tells you that that reflects your current experience. Yeah, That's I'm worried. Well, it, it means I'm worried about my exams. Yeah, right. So I think cl clearly that happens. But then to take your question of how functional or useful is that, like, don't you already know you're worried about your exams? Yeah, and so it's your mind just kind of reflecting and regurgitating back, like, yeah, we're worried about this thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we agree, as usual. We got we got to find more stuff we disagree about. Uh, that might be kind of hard. I'm figuring that might be kind of <laughs> hard. Just <laughs> the further I go, I'm like, damn it. Okay, so we we've 
through playing devil's advocate, I've, I've tried to get at some of the best case scenarios for there being a, a benefit to interpreting your dreams. But what about, are there disadvantages to interpreting dreams? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think you can find yourself in a rabbit hole that just keeps going and going and going potentially. I mean, I don't think all of your dreams, I don't see this is, I, I will admit at the outset, I don't know enough about dreams you know, and, and haven't looked into a lot of dream research to see what the the newest research is finding. But I think there is a potential um, for you to get lost in that, that need to interpret and that what does this mean and what does that mean? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure... The need to interpret? Tell me more about that. Um, well, I think you, you could possibly have elements of your dreams that don't mean anything, probably. But if you keep looking and looking and looking and looking and feeling like you've got to, you know, find something in them, I'm not sure that's a valuable waste of your time or valuable use of your time. Mm -hmm. Was that a Freudian slip? It might have been. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So sometimes I, I, if I have a client who spends a lot of time talking about dreams, I will gently sort of remind them of the idea of opportunity cost, right? So Typically in therapy, you maybe meet with a therapist once a week for about an hour, sometimes less than that. It's not a lot of time. So if you spend 20 minutes talking about your dream, and maybe it's interesting, um, that's 20 minutes you couldn't spend doing something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, or if you, even on your own, if you wake up and have an awful dream, and you spend all morning thinking about that dream and sort of getting yourself more and more upset you could end up being in kind of a terrible mood all day, perhaps unnecessarily because you thought it was important to interpret your dreams. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I I feel like it's just good to kind of consider both the pros and cons of dream interpretation. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that, that definitely there might be, and and I'll admit I'm naive enough. Maybe there's a lot more to dreams that I'm aware of. I don't I don't know. Have you ever come across any theory of dreaming that you thought was either made sense or was interesting? You know, the only one I've really thought carried water was um, the idea that it's your mind kind of sorting through uh, information, and um, yeah, just just your mind kind of going through. The files, basically. Just for fun or? I, again, I have no <laughs> idea what the, yeah, why. I don't know. So I, I'm often suspicious of um, evolutionary arguments because there's no way to test them. So people make arguments sure. saying, um, well, we do this because it was, it was useful, <laughs> yeah, back in the day during the long stretch of, of evolution. And, so and how do you know that over. it was useful? Because we do it today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you always have to be skeptical of those. Mm-hmm. However, the best theory for dreaming that I've ever heard, the one that just seems to make the most sense to me is that, and explains a lot of the, a lot of the themes and tendencies that most people report in dreams is that dreams to a large extent are your mind preparing you for potentially dangerous or challenging things. So just like a, you know, an athlete might do visualization exercises so that they, once they actually 
in, you know, start their competition, they've kind of run through the thing, at least in their mind. And so they're more prepared. There's less kind of friction. Or if you have a, if you're studying for a test, if you try and anticipate what different questions might be, that's a pretty good strategy for, so for like studying. Enhanced performance. Yeah. So you're, you know, if you're in a stressful time, let's say, let, let's say you've been fighting a lot with your spouse and things are pretty tense and have been for weeks or months, right? It, it's a potential threat to you if, you know, if a major fight happens or if you, you know, get divorced or so you, you might perceive something like that to be a major threat. So your mind, knowing that's a possibility, sort of runs through all the variations on that so that if it should occur, you'll be a little bit more prepared for it. Which kind of explains why so many people's dreams involve um, kind of anxious content, right? It's uh, it's often um, like running away from like being chased by things is such mm-hmm. a, a common kind of theme. Or they just they tend to be if you, if you had to pick the uh, the dominant emotion in most dreams, it's often fear. Mm. And so th- the idea is that it's it's kind of a semi conscious mechanism that we've evolved to. It's like negative visualization to kind of help us prepare for potentially stressful or dangerous situations in the future. See, and and interesting idea. Does it actually do that though? Does, Uh, does dreaming about these things actually lead to an improved? That, Hey, that would be a really good, uh, you could probably test that. (laughs) I would, I would, I mean, it wouldn't be the most rigorous thing in the world, but if you had people keep track of their dreams I mean, eventually people are bound to. The problem is, though, that dreams seem to be so nonsensical at times, right? And so, it, it would you'd almost have to interpret the dream in order to see, like, did that enhance your performance yeah, be, in this it would event? Be confusing, you know. Like if you took people who worried about failing their final exams a lot and compared them to people who don't, do they tend? There's so many confounding variables. With that. Yeah, it's, it'd be mm-hmm. difficult, but it's it's a good theory. So I guess it's a working theory. I just think. Um, dreams are one area that we just don't know that much about. And it's, I mean, Freud thought what dreams were the the highway to the mind, right? Or the subconscious. The unconscious. Yeah. The unconscious. Mm-hmm. The highway. Did they have highways in 18th? You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't say freeway. <laughs> highway, I think. I don't know. Okay. I'll find the quote. But I think Freud said this is the, maybe it's the road. We'll just call the road to the, Subconscious. Right. And so kind of conflicts in your psyche that you're not aware of, you can sort of get access to. Really bubble up. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that your dreams are basically the result of that, um, the unconscious Mm -hmm. bubbling up. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't, in my work, I haven't stumbled across a lot of data that would suggest that dreams are the most valuable thing in the world. I'm not saying they're not. I'm just saying, I don't know. I want to end with um, asking you to interpret something about my dreams. Go ahead. Does this make you uncomfortable? No, I'll give it a shot. Okay. I've never, I don't interpret, and you're well aware of that. So I'm let's see well what happens. well aware that you are totally unqualified to let's, do this. Let's mix it up. Let's see what happens. Um, so first of all, I don't dream very often, but when I do, they're almost always incredibly boring and mundane. <laughs> I already like this. Like I will dream about walking down the aisle in the supermarket Mm -hmm. and that's it. 
You're just, nothing happens. Right. Just like walking around the grocery store. Okay. What's wrong with me? What does this mean about me? Well, from what I know about you, you're a minimalist. And so your unconscious is trying to reinforce your ego that you don't need anything stimulating around you at all. And so when your unconscious speaks, there's nothing real stimulating there. (laughs) Because your minimalism has seeped into all the pores of your unconscious and pretty much scrubbed away anything interesting. Wow. Much like your desk. How much do you charge for extreme interpretation? I, I mean, the regular, the standard rate. I mean, uh, we, we can settle up this. Isn't pro this. bono? No. <laughs> no. All right, well, thank you. I'll, I'll reflect on that. <laughs> you do that. You do that. I think that's a pretty accurate interpretation. One of my best.